Hello and welcome to Growth Mindset Language Learning Podcast with Kasia, where I show you how the way you perceive your intelligence affects your ability to learn a language and where I emphasize the importance of maintaining growth mindset in order to progress in your language skills. I am an English teacher by profession, but I'm also a lifelong language learner. Tips I share in my podcast come from both my teacher's and my learner's perspective. Full texts of each of my podcasts are published on my website www.teach-learn-love.com. You can ask questions and post comments through my contact page there. Welcome to episode 5. Uh, today's tip is learn from your mistakes. This episode will be a bit different as I decided to record it as a set of guidelines for teachers rather than students. Um, I do believe, however, that it will be helpful for students as well, as you will be prompted to formulate your thoughts on what you're looking for in a good teacher as a student. So I want to begin with a statement. I am a believer that if you don't know your students, you shouldn't be their teacher. Now, I know how hard it is to get to know every one of your students, especially if you have a large classroom. But I believe that every teacher should try. To me, this is the most important part of teaching. Of course, teaching you know, consists of so many different skills, um, public speaking, a little bit of drama, presentation skills, ability to, to explain concepts, classroom management skills, skills to assess your students. Um, you're a data collector when you're a teacher, you, you're grading, you, you have to display tech skills um, more and more in this modern world. And those are just a few, right? So now I think knowing your students, I don't perceive it really as, as a skill so much as a foundation for all the other skills, for everything else. So now you may ask, how about lecture halls with hundreds of students? How are those teachers supposed to get to know every student? And my answer would be they, they can't. Um, unfortunately, in many cultures and in many people's minds, teaching has always been and still is uh, synonymous with lecturing. But lecturing to me is not teaching. If you're a lecturer, you're a lecturer, right? You're not a teacher. Um, lecturing is providing information, just like you would get from an online source or a library or nowadays from a YouTube video. Um, but it's not really teaching. So what, what do I mean when I say teaching? What, what, what is teaching to me? So I want to define it just to be clear. So to me, a teacher is primarily a coach, a mentor, and a facilitator. So as a coach, a good teacher knows their students and provides invaluable personal feedback to each and every one of them on how to improve. And that teacher does it in a non-threatening, non-judgmental environment. It's almost like they are part of that student's learning journey. They're on it together. Now, as a mentor, a good teacher teaches by example. So you can't preach something if you don't incorporate it into your own life. Uh, you model what you want your students to do. So let's say, you know, this episode is about learning from your mistakes. Well, you can't really um, tell your students to do this if they don't see you 
modeling that behavior. So if you want students to learn from their own mistakes, show them that you do that too. Show them how to positively deal with mistakes that you, um, I'm sure, have made in front of the classroom. Everybody, everybody makes mistakes. It's it's not. Um, we're not. I'm not questioning the fact whether to make them or not. Everybody makes them. The most important part is how you deal with it. Do you are you embarrassed? Are you trying to hide it? Are you trying to rub it off the the board before the students? No, let's say you misspell the word. Are you trying to rub it out before the students even notice? Are you trying to play it cool, like like oh it wasn't really a mistake? You know I didn't mean to do that at all. Are you trying to uh, be a fixed uh, growth mindset person who treats mistakes as something that you know is embarrassing and shouldn't happen, especially in a crowd of people? Um, or are you going to be a good mentor and are you going to model that behavior of accepting that mistake as maybe something that you know, it's just an error of omission or you misspelled something and it's not a big deal, or maybe it's a bigger mistake and then you can model the behavior that where you go, oops, you know, I've forgotten to consider another factor. Now that I have, hmm, let me change my mind. And and once you start modeling that, it will rub off on your students as well. And then last but not least, as a facilitator, a good teacher listens to what the students need, what they want, and then takes it into consideration in guiding them on a path to achieve it. Um, They provide resources, encouragement, help the students set goals, but um, the student voice should be a factor in that. Um, You as a facilitator and a good listener cannot be making decisions for your students, but rather with your students. So now, when I repeat my first uh, somewhat controversial uh, statement, um, I am a 100% believer that if you don't know your students, you shouldn't be their teacher. It does make a little more sense, doesn't it? Because you cannot coach or mentor someone that you don't know. Uh, You cannot facilitate their growth if you don't know where they have been, Uh, where they came from, where they're going. Getting to know your students and developing those relationships is a very, very slow process and it requires a lot of patience and trust, but it is essential and it really sets the foundation for success. And part of this process is to know, um, of getting to know your students, is to help them learn from their mistakes. In order to learn from your mistakes, you need to know what they are. That sounds pretty obvious, right? So this is very touchy, as as, um, most people do not like to make mistakes, um, especially in public. They don't like it uh, when in a situation where they make a mistake, it's pointed out to them. And that is years of training in a fixed mindset environment. Uh, we are not used to perceiving mistakes as something positive, right? We're not used to thinking of them as learning opportunities. We uh, rather want to hide them. We're slightly embarrassed. Um, and this is exactly what needs to change. That mental shift from perceiving mistakes as something shameful, something wrong, something to be hidden, to uh, perceiving them as something positive and something that we can learn from and progress on our learning journey that's the shift that needs to take place. 
Now you as a mentor, a coach or teacher, um, you are responsible for nurturing that growth mindset and creating an environment in which the mistakes um, feel like something positive. They're, they're part of a daily routine. They're definitely not something to be hidden or be embarrassed about. And how would you do that? So I have a few tips uh, for you. And the first one is to emphasize that mistakes are good every chance you get. So you need to communicate clearly to your students, to your family, whoever you're trying to, to accomplish uh, uh, this goal with, um, that mistakes are good. You can learn from them. Um, and that is the major mind shift. That is part of the process of building and nurturing this, this growth mindset. There's nothing more satisfying than actually seeing the results of, of that, seeing the results of the mental shift taking place. And I've seen it over and over in my classroom where um, at the beginning I had students who would... Um, maybe copy an uh, uh, answer from somebody else just not to make a mistake. They would try to conceal their mistakes from me. Um, they would try to um, tell me, oh, no, 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 don't look, don't look now. I'm not yet ready. And then I would see them rubbing off the answer and putting the correct one because someone else told them what it was. Um, and that's not ideal, right? But But there's nothing more satisfying than seeing your students actually bringing a mistake to you and saying, look, I understand what happened here. I understand why I made that mistake. Now I fixed it and now I will remember not to do it again. Um, mistakes inform your instruction, help you guide um, your students on their learning journey and help them guide themselves on their learning journey. So you need to remind your students every chance you get that in order to learn, grow and move forward, they must make mistakes and they must recognize them. Um, they should not feel judged. Um, they should feel um, happy and they should feel excited about the fact that they found out how to fix something in their learning journey. Uh, the second tip is to um, emphasize that mistakes are all around us. Uh, creating a culture um, of featuring mistakes. Uh, you may want to um, give praise to students who point out their mistakes or their own mistakes, or um, maybe feature like mistake of the week on the board, um, just as something positive that we all learned from. And remind students um, every day that they're not a finished product, they are a work in progress. And if they knew everything and didn't make any mistakes, they wouldn't need you as a teacher, they wouldn't need to be in school, they would not need to learn, period. Um, you can also take a, a random mistake that someone made and ask students to explain their, think their thinking um, about how it can be fixed and what we learned from it. Um, there's a variety of options that you can that you can choose from. Um, also, what I what I did in the past is sometimes I would make a mistake on purpose and model that behavior. Uh, if someone corrected me, I would say, "Oh my goodness, thank you so much. I didn't notice. Can you explain to me what my mistake was?" Um, and in that sense, that the slow, slow, slow um, mind um, shift will take place in your classroom where students will feel more and more comfortable um, admitting that they made mistake and uh, recognizing them as something positive. 
Um, the third thing that I would suggest you do is, um, as we all know, there have been a lot of famous people throughout history who um, learn from their mistakes or inventors that uh, failed many times before they actually accomplished uh, something significant. So feature those famous people, talk to your students about them and talk about resilience and talk about um, accepting challenges and not giving up and, um, and learning from mistakes and how others um, have done it and how they have been successful. And then um, I think once you're feeling comfortable, once your students feel comfortable and your classroom has that growth mindset environment, when you, when, once you um, stop noticing that the students are judging each other for their mistakes, um, once you see that they are uh, treating, mistake, treating mistakes as, as something positive, then you can move on to a model where students feel more comfortable uh, not only pointing out their own mistakes, but maybe noticing the mistakes of others and um, mentioning them in a non-judgmental, positive way. And you can teach that. You can coach them how to phrase those sentences. You might say, oh, have you thought about maybe doing it that way? And then maybe even the person that did make a mistake will recognize the mistake on their own without it being pointed out directly. But um, but in an environment where the mistakes are perceived as something positive, I really strongly believe, because I've seen it in my own classroom, children, or in that sense it was children because I, I was teaching third grade, but um, children would make um, observations about other students' mistakes but it would be non-judgmental. It would not be, ha, 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 Mrs. Travis, that person made a mistake. No, it would be more like, um, oh, I think I know where you went wrong, or I think I can help you fix that, um, and so on. Creating that safe growth mindset environment where making mistakes is not something to be embarrassed about, but to be proud of and to um, feel like you're learning from, um, is a slow process, so don't expect miracles overnight. But after you feel like it's happening and you're creating it, then you're ready to use the knowledge of the mistakes to guide your instruction and the student's growth in a little more detail. So one of the things that um, I suggest you do is you would incorporate the mistakes into the learning goals you would base the students' goals on the mistakes that they're, they are making. Um, so um, you can create mistake trackers. You can ask students to keep track of their mistakes to just to raise awareness and maybe so the students can track their own progress in a sense and, and see what mistakes they're consistently making so then they can identify the, the area of improvement for themselves. And they can also uh, contribute to learning goals uh, by giving specific examples if they do that, if they keep track of their, of their mistakes. And then um, you would, um, once you track those mistakes, you will see a pattern. Uh, you would see and identify a mistake that you maybe make all the time. And then you can talk to your students into how to make a plan and set their goals 
with that mistake in mind and you would revisit the issue maybe in a week or two weeks and see um, if there has been any improvement so for instance with the with the spelling words um, in like second grade let's say um, instead of working with random lists of spelling words that have nothing to do with anything that the children are learning currently um, you would use the spelling words from their actual writing um, as spelling words for that week and um, and then track the improvement and how would you learn from your mistakes when you're learning a new language now that's a whole different story well first of all you need to make the mistakes if you're learning a new language and never open your mouth you will never make a mistake so you need to really actively speak from day one, try your best, communicate in all areas of life, take advantage of those native speakers and just make mistakes. In order to learn from them, you have to make them. <clears throat> speak, speak as much as you can. The more you speak, the more mistakes you will make and the more you will learn, right? So make them and then acknowledge them. Don't try to shy away from them. Don't try to hide them. Don't try to be embarrassed. Um, there is no reason to do that. Like, treat them as learning um, opportunities. Obviously, as a new language speaker, you are juggling so many different skills. So not making mistakes is not an option. If you did make mistakes, then you would not be a language learner. You would be a native speaker, right? Um, so make them, acknowledge them, and then keep track of them with the corrections. So if you make a mistake consistently, try to write the correct form or whatever it was that, that you made a mistake with. Whether it was a pronunciation, um, then practice that. If it was uh, some sort of a grammar structure or a tense, um, use the correct form and um, write it down in your little mistake journal. And then... Um, create a list to help you analyze these areas of your weakness so is it um, a specific grammar point that you need to review is this a, is this a tense is that maybe uh, vocabulary development what is the area that you consistently um, lacking um, at some point i discovered that i'm lacking for very simple adjectives in french so I just made a list of like 20 that i would use and i put it on my wall and i just look at them and then, you know, when I'm in need, they come to me much more easily. And the intention here is to um, find ways to, to fix those mistakes, to find ways to remember how to use the correct forms, how to, how to correct yourself and not to shame or, or judge. And then the last uh, tip would be if you speak with a native speaker, um, set the stage from the very beginning. I know that a lot of times... Um, People um, have this style of correcting. If, you, if they hear a um, non-native speaker make a mistake, they might correct that person. And not every language learner enjoys that kind of interaction. So I think it's much easier to set the stage from the very beginning if you speak with a native speaker and just set the stage and say, you know, I'm learning the new language. So please, if I make a mistake, correct me then you will feel more like the person is asking, doing what you asked for rather than judging you. Um, and in that sense, you can um, ask the native speakers 
to correct you when they do you repeat the correction and hopefully it will it will stick that is all for today you have been listening to episode 5 of growth mindsets in language learning podcast where um, today we emphasized how important it is to perceive mistakes as something positive make them acknowledge them and learn from them so make it part of your learning journey as always you can post your comments and questions on my website www.teachlearnlove.com if you like what you hear click the subscribe button please this is kasia helvin travis join me next time for tip number six